Chaz, it's so nice to have you on the podcast finally. Uh, thank you for agreeing to be my guest today. How are you? On this thank you for inviting. Eclipse day. <laughs> feeling great. Feeling amazing. Um, I'm alone at home, so a lot of solitude, a lot of time to think and to breathe. So <laughs> how are you? Busy. <laughs> A lot of time uh, with with uh, connecting with amazing people like yourself. <laughs> great, great. And carving out time for alone, alone time as well. So, Cass, you're a very special uh, person. Mm. You know why? Yeah. <laughs> not, for, not because of what you think. <laughs> okay. You're very special because you were the first client at Gajo Center. Right. Yeah, so I'll never forget that. Um, or maybe I forgot then you had to remind me once, but I won't forget it again. Uh, yeah, so I had the Wellness Center here in Cebu from 2017 to 2019. And I'll never forget actually um, my first meeting with you, how much you've blossomed and changed and grown. And, and now you're so radiant. Not that you weren't you know, a beautiful back then, but uh, I would describe you as you were kind of like a little bit in your shell. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you'd agree with that, uh, but you were very, you had an intense, already an intensity. I remember you weren't very willingly having any eye contact with me, which struck me. And uh -huh. you very intensely, like, I'm like, hmm, interesting person. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can talk about your journey, how you ended up at the Gasho Center, first of all, which was um, a place of, of Reiki, a place of healing. And then from then on, tell us a little bit about your journey because you have your own um, community. You teach Reiki now, you're a Reiki master. I mean, there's just been so much. You know what? This morning when I woke up, there's a mirror in the bed, right? And I saw myself and I said, there's just awareness or a voice in me asking who is Gas Plaza? Like it's as if I woke up in this body, but somebody is waking up inside of me and the body, Gas Plaza and that awareness is somehow different. But that, that, that experience this morning is, beautiful rather connected to your question right now <laughs> yeah I remember um I first I searched for a community in Cebu I what literally like I was thinking about this what words did you use in uh, your search I'm curious about that I searched for Reiki you asked well, me how did you know about Reiki no I studied MBTI. I mean, I studied psychology, quantum physics. I was reading, I was curious about that things and then forms of energy healing. Okay. Okay. So, so self-study. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, self-study. Okay. So you like bought books, read articles, stuff like that. Right. Okay. Right. So, and then I, I know about Tai Chi, Qigong, Reiki. So I yeah. I could not find any Tai Chi, Qigong here. And okay. I found Reiki as a So guest. literally you would type like Tai Chi, Cebu. Right. Tai Chi, okay, got it, got it. And then because I'm such an SEO wizard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I found Gasha Center with Reiki, Cebu, 
um, keyword. Yes. Okay. And then I I messaged you, and the rest happened. I remember and we had a Skype call. I have a Skype <laughs> call. <and laughs> you were such a snub that back then. You were like super strict and everything. Yeah. On the call, on the first yes. call. <laughs> were you late? No. Oh, I don't know what happened. Yay. It was kind of an intimidating call, first of all. Maybe I was intimidated. I don't know. So we are in, I was in a different mindset back then. I was, um, as you can, as you can tell, um, I was very close to myself, like very close off. I was very curious and, and so it took I you some, uh, it took you some courage to actually reach out, right? I'm not, that, feel? I'm not that close that okay. I, don't, I won't reach out. I'm a okay, very okay. curious, open person. Okay. It's just like, I don't trust anyone. Um, but you trusted me enough to come all the way. I trust you because of my curiosity. I was you didn't have a choice, in other words. <laughs> I was curious to see you and I was curious for someone to help me and you know for someone that I could talk, exchange about energy okay. healing, someone who can guide me, someone who can answer my questions, someone who knows okay. about what I'm going through. So that curiosity um, led me to you, led me to Gasho Center. So tell us about your first uh, Reiki experience. <sighs> Do you remember? I remembered it was relaxing. And I remember that I could hear my, my mind. Okay. So it was a time for me to be able to relax. And yeah. first that I was able to hear what I'm thinking. Because sometimes I'm thinking and there's no, there's no awareness that there's I'm, no gap. yes, there's no gap. That's the time that I saw the gap between what I'm thinking that I'm actually thinking and my body is like relaxing and twitching. I can remember that. It the was twitch, yeah, yeah. Twitch. Which is actually kind of typical in, in a Reiki session. Um, right. When you came uh, that first time, were you uh, in a state of stress from work? Were you in a particular... What was your state of mind at the time? Other than the curiosity, did you have like, you know, some people come to Reiki because they're deeply suffering actually, right? right? And right, they've, they've right. tried other classical uh, doctors and that didn't work. So wh where were you in terms of that? I was working 12 hours a day, but it wasn't, I didn't recognize that as stress. Like okay. if you are in that state, you would not admit to yourself that you are actually stressed. <laughs> Right now, if I was on that state, I was like, oh my God, that life is so stressful. But when you are in that state, it's so yeah. hard to see. It's so hard yeah. to see that, oh my God, I'm actually stressed. My body is yeah. actually stressed. So I didn't, I, I cannot say that I was suffering. Yeah. You know, I more than I would like to admit now that I was suffering back then. Now that I'm seeing it, it was suffering. But that time, it, there, there's no awareness to even yeah. understand what is suffering in the body. What is stress in the body? But definitely, since you found that relaxation, there must have been some tension, right? To, to start. Right. With. Yeah. Okay. After the Reiki session, but before that, there's no awareness. There's right, 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 right. Which is often the case. Yeah. Yeah. It's really about curiosity. I remember I said the word, I want to find my tribe. I cannot forget that. When it's did you say that? To you during the during that first encounter. 
Yes. Because you said, what, what brought you here? Why are you here? I said, I want to find my tribe. I want to understand healing more. Because even when I was young, I already have a little bit of curiosity or like this force in me that there's more to life, mm. that there's higher forces in life. And I could not explain that for sure. I didn't understand the totality or wholeness of that. So it's just like slowly unfolding that, hey, I'm ready now to, yeah. to see my curiosity. I'm, re I'm ready now to, to see whatever is calling me deep inside of me. Mm -hmm. And so that's the time that I kind of, oh, let's see people. And you were the first one <laughs> in Cebu. I love that you already had that awareness that there was such a thing as finding your tribe because again not everyone mm. realizes that and mm. some people think by default I'm always tired working going to sleep you know being entertained distracted working and feeling isolated like for a lot of people that's just life right right so I think it's it's interesting that you already had that awareness that no there are people out there that that are like me, maybe searching, that are like me, that are curious of exploring. Mm -hmm. And so, so I think that's really nice. So tell me a little bit from there, that first Reiki experience to your Reiki master uh, journey. Like, how would you, I just, what, what comes out to me, what, what stands out is um, your reluctance to pursue a level three. Do you remember mm -hmm. that? I mean, I'm sure you remember that. Yes. And at one point, right? And so at one point, I, we even had a conversation about it, or maybe more than one conversation. Like, <laughs> like I felt very strongly that um, it was time for you, and it would benefit you and others. And, and there was something um, that was keeping you that was, uh, there was uh, yeah. something holding you back. Do you remember that time? Yeah, for sure. Um, the moment when I first had my Reiki session, then I went to Cambodia. It was such a beautiful place. I feel like I had an activation in, in Cambodia. Wait a minute. You had your first Reiki session, then you went to Cambodia yeah. after. Okay, okay. And then I feel like I had an activation, whatever is happening. And then I remember I didn't reach out to you for like six or seven months. You were messaging really? me to attend a potluck thing thing. I was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't like, you know, it's as if like I was resisting of this call that I know I needed to go, but there's just wall in me like, no, I'm not ready. There's fear. Like, so I was creating, I was creating kind of, resistance and reasons and excuses. wait a minute you mean you came that one time and you didn't come back for another six months six months yes that i did not remember and you asked me for like a halloween potluck i was like mm -mm, no <laughs> so i oh. came back after six months and so then, how did you come back like what made you like okay what made you come back then just contemplation that it okay. probably I'm, I'm ready there's a fear it the fear was holding me back and so what was the fear the fear of the unknown the fear of i don't know the fear of like so the fear at that point was greater than the curiosity than the initial curiosity yes okay so the the fear of like who are you i'm busy with life yeah what yeah yeah, yeah. texting me like no <laughs> oh 
Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) No, sometimes when you, you know, sometimes we decline on invitation that we actually need just because I don't know, there's old programming or holding us back here, whatever, a lot of things. Okay, so, so that came happened. back and then is that when you did your first level Reiki or? I came was- back for a meditation. Okay. Uh, you had a full moon ritual. You always okay. have full moon serenity. Yeah. So I came back, I attended and attended again and attended okay. and another ceremony because I was starting to open up and I okay. feel like, oh my God, this is good. Um, I was able, and um, my curiosity is being answered from people sharing, you yeah. know, the modalities that you are bringing to the community, like spirit animals, shamanism. And that's just kind of clicking the curiosity in me okay. and my inner experience of something that I could not put into words. And then you are putting them into words through experiences. So of course I would be there. Okay. Like, okay. So you remember I was there almost every events and ceremony you had. Yes, that's why I'm surprised that you said there was a gap because I didn't remember that gap. I thought like you showed up and then you showed up every day because mm-hmm. that, that that happened for a lot of students. So, okay, so you had that gap where you were- I had that thinking, I'm like, who are you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure, sure. I'm just some intimidating, you know, harassing, you know, foreigner. <laughs> I would also like how dare you break my my wall that I built like (laughs) who are you (laughs) oh my god that's so funny I can just imagine myself inviting you to potlucks but yeah okay (laughs) anyway so I took level one and from when I took Reiki level one I already had the experience that you are telling us but I could not fully understand what it was yeah it wasn't formalized right it was like there's just so much I mean you're there's this discussion and my experience was different you know I was I remember that I was telling you that I'm experiencing a lot of these things sometimes I would do things that I would normal I would not normally do because of of Reiki one it's it it has certain activations inside of me that I didn't even understand and not in the context of Reiki. So let's just say it kind of activated a lot of modalities in me. So that's that's Reiki one. And that again, curiosity that wants me to go to Reiki level two. It's almost like, I can see there's a little bit of ego and pride there that yeah. I would want to, to dive into Reiki level two because I, I want to understand what it is. Yeah right so you understand what it is now (laughs) (laughs) well i'm changing it so well that doesn't answer my question (laughs) yes yes so that thing and then there's that reiki also was of course we were experiencing plant medicine um you know, different mushroom and ayahuasca and you were there in ayahuasca because you were so protective. Like you want to talk about ego. <laughs> talk about ego. I'm like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> I need to like, I need to, I need to know oh, what are the students doing? So you were there. <laughs> we're, and anyway, we're, we're in a different mindset, but that was the experience. <laughs> What is this interview? I don't. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. It's 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 a part of a process, you know. So, 
uh, Reiki too. And then I had my, I was practicing it religiously and I was sharing it with people, but still there's an element of like, I can heal, you know, that there's aspect of still ego, I can heal. And I feel like it's part of my process that I needed to go through that to understand it. And then when I'm healing, I would experience body pains and suffering and- Do you understand that, where's that coming from now? Yeah. A lot of things and and that made me laugh, but anyway. But anyway, it's it's a uh, it's a beautiful process of blossoming, you know. Um, and now I understand. With a lot of shedding, a lot, a of, lot shedding of off, a lot of becoming, a lot of becoming and unbecoming, um, unlearning, yeah, unlearning and learning, and it's just an unending experience, yep. you know. Even up to now, yes. my, my definition of Reiki changes depending yes. on the moment. I'm going to, oh moment. my God, I have to share it with you about that too, but yeah. I yeah, so it's it's different and it it changes form. Like for example, I'm talking to someone and I'm talking to a different person. Reiki just presents itself in different ways and form. Um, mm. it, the, it, it, yes, it has structure, but the essence of it cannot be captured in any, mm-hmm. any structure at all. So of course that that is what is Reiki. It's um, um evolving, ever evolving, alive consciousness. So you know. Anyway, so when I took Reiki level three, um, I wanted to drop out. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, yeah. I wanted to. I thought you were gonna out. drop out. Yeah. Because my experience of Reiki two was I my body was painful. I was absorbing a lot of emotion and like all these things I was going through my shadow period I was going through dark night of the soul as they call it and I was like why am I continuing this yeah. <laughs> I punishing okay. myself so I wouldn't want to drop out and then you were like we had a conversation a couple of conversation about it and and I you heard it from a friend I didn't I, I didn't tell you about that so we were like mm-hmm. So I, we had ayahuasca together. Um, and after that ayahuasca, it actually kind of activated that I'm ready to take Reiki level three. So it took an ayahuasca ceremony for me to be able to go say yes, and I'm ready. <laughs> so a lot of happened in that ayahuasca journey as well. Um, to make the story short, I felt like, it's not short, it's long, but <laughs> I felt like, from day one to up to now, it's a process. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a process of ups and downs and sometimes entanglement, sometimes confusion, loneliness. There's bliss, of course, there's happiness. There's, you feel like you figure things out, then you go back to not figuring things out and then you, you come out like blossoming now and even up to now to tomorrow that's still a journey so healing is like that and then by the moment you come out one day at a time loving yourself you know like tomorrow you're more kinder to yourself more compassionate about yourself compassionate about others you now understand yourself better or you know these things like things this this journey is is beautiful for me it's as if like it's there's planting of seeds and then 
some harsh conditions are coming and then it's growing and then finally you're blossoming. Once you blossom, once again, that seed needs to drop and needs to die and then just planting once again. So that's my journey since I met you till now. What was that realization that you had that made you decide to continue with your third level of Reiki? My experience back then was I was a dissenter or the eye of God. It was that experience. And it almost, it felt like I had a mission. You know, that was the thing that kind of kept me going. But of course, right now, that's, again, a different realization. But God was telling that you had a mission, and that mission could be understanding and remembering who I am through the things that I do. And if I may able to help people or share with people, then that's actually just icing on, on the cake. But the, the main aspect there is, who are you? Who am I? Why am I here? And uh, there's that cool experience in ayahuasca also that I was able to see uh, the inner gift of a person, you know, like, and then to be able to bring that out. I think that was that time. I think that was super beautiful. That kind of like, this is That's a nice gift. <laughs> Imagine if everyone had that gift. <laughs> yeah. So I had that, what the, the realization that kept me going is that this isn't about me. My life is not just about me. Yeah. It is it's something bigger. Yeah. Something bigger. It's than about myself. something more. Yeah. Okay. That's beautiful. Thank you. So um, when this was in 2019 or 18? Um, 18, no? I think before 18, yes. So can you talk a little bit about your journey from there? Uh, you guys had Gaia. Gaia Center, and then I think now you're very active with. Are you active with Ananda Marga? I'm. I saw I'm that you received a Sanskrit name. Can you tell us about your name? <laughs> okay, so let's begin with Gaia Center. Um, yeah. Uh, the Gaia Center. So I closed uh, Gasha Center, and then Gaia 2019. Center. Yeah, and I, I, I knew that other things would sprout open. And so one of them was Gaia Center, right? Three, three of you guys, yeah. Right. So the main intention was collective care. It's really about a place for us to be able to practice personally. I opened it with Aimee and Michael and also to be able to welcome like one, like Gasha Center, like one spot where people can meet or also yeah. we can practice. That's the intention of it. And we opened it on a Mercury retrograde. I can't remember that. <laughs> And then after two months, I guess, one month or two months pandemic happened. Yeah. And then we needed to close the center. It's all beautiful how it was unfolding, even if we have to close the center, that experience needed to be there. Um, because without that initiative to be able to have a center and be close with Amy and Michael and actually have the intention of creating a community um, I would not be able to to teach now, you know. I'm not. Be, I probably would be in the mountain meditating by myself again, not not involving myself with any other class or people. So mm -hmm. that is something that opens me in a more collective sense, in a more community. You mean having to run the center? Uh, you mean yes, having to have the intention of 
having a center and meeting Amy and, you know, um, my collaborating and, and collaborating people and meeting other communities. So, okay. yeah, I think that's an important um, part of my journey. And then we, we needed to close that. And then we transition, every one of us transitioned into online. I remember having my first attunement or giving my first attunement online. It was kind of weird. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> you know, but then again, I had, um, again, meditate and contemplate and that ask for divine grace. Is this happening? Of course, um, it's all, we're not limited by time and space. Sometimes our ego wants to limit us, restrict us in the ways that we are structuring. But that that unfolded and I'm connected with a lot of communities right now. Um, so tell, tell us a bit about that. My intention really is just to connect with, with teachers and healers yeah. because I had this thought of me, if you empower empowerers, the empowerers, were, the empowerers will empower other people. Mm, so, that's beautiful yeah um I could not I could not connect to a lot of people because it's just not my signature so but I want to be able to connect for for key people like teachers and right. stuff like that so yeah I'm connected with Mata Philippines I'm, I, I I attend some gatherings what is uh, Mata Philippines it's a collective community in Instagram that I Actually, Princess of Maya Cacao Magic is also there. Uh, they, uh, it's a collective community where they mostly give, like what we do, we most, yeah. they mostly give cosmic updates. Um, mm -hmm. They're more astro astrological based or focused and they give some shadow work and cacao ceremony and they meet every new moon. Mm. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just basically sitting in communities to communities however I can help yeah. however they can help me we're all helping each other here so yes and with Ananda Marga I met Amitabha uh, during the Namaste yeah yeah so I was doing tarot reading at this event and then he was like very curious of course there's a little bit of like what are you doing <laughs> Because there's a lot of, you know, in an organization, there are a lot of rules and stuff like that. So, but he he had a tarot reading and that time we kind of connected yeah. um, in a way that we always find people we are meant to find for yeah. us to be able to evolve and learn. And then I'm starting to kind of attend, you know, but I'm not officially part of Ananda Marga. I'm just a friend. <laughs> I'm just and so how did you get your new name? Oh, my new name is not with Ananda Marga. Oh, it's not. Okay. It's Where an, is it from? It's a, it's, um, it's a different grace from a guru and um, I'm attending also. Uh, in, Can in you talk Nanda. about that? Yeah, in the Chananda organization. So I'm, it's a Hindu organization as well in India, based in India right now. So I'm attending classes like 16 hours a day and for 21 days so after that end of the program you are able to to have a grace of a spiritual name if you asked for it you know so so you just completed that or you're doing that at the moment or i am i already completed it completed and you can, it. you can redo it basically they're there every day because that's an ashram life or right right does that mean you're online for 16 hours or you're doing the practices for 16 hours 
they're online for 16 hours. So you can stay online for 16 hours or you can shut it off and then do your own practice. It's basically, they're just there like a church. Okay. And so when did you get your name? When this I post two weeks ago? Was it two weeks ago? So it's almost the same time I got my name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> no, I got mine on, I think, November 4. Okay, so that, probably that same time. Interesting. That's very interesting. <laughs> okay, oh, I thought it was with Ananda Marga, because I know a lot of people who used to come at Gasho, they also have a um, mm. Sanskrit name, so I think they got them from Ananda Marga. So what, uh, how would you describe your practice at the moment? Like how much, you said you used to work 12 hours a day. Are you still doing that work at the moment? No, it's to totally like a different. If I look back 10 years ago, it's almost like I cannot recognize myself anymore. Well, let's, what about like three years ago? When, so yeah, like three years ago or even when we met, even two weeks ago, three, uh, it's different now. Right now, my life is basically I work an hour a day, um, an hour, two hours a day. I I'm working with um, a company in Australia that that pays my bills, which so you greatly reduced your your workload yeah, from 12 hours to now two hours a day, which is wow. Monday, Thursday. So I don't aside from that, I don't do any work, more work wow. and that pays my bills. So that that's a big help because I know. It's not a secret that some some healers are coming to me and they're kind of like how to balance. I don't know. I feel like right now everything is provided for me by the grace of, of the divine. Like my work is provided. So I have more time now to be able yeah, to, practice. to meditate, to practice and to, to write, to connect yeah. with people, to have sessions. And yeah, um, that's my life now work two hours a day to pay my bills and dresses for divine yeah. or for praying for contemplation for meditation mm -hmm. or whatever I do so that's my life <laughs> wow what a what a what a complete change in a very short amount of time actually right yes what would you say to someone who's asking questions who's curious who's don't realize that they're stuck in that space and you know, um, want to make changes, but are also skeptical and doubtful. Um, what, what kind of advice? I'm sure you have those types of people come to you. I mean, I definitely do. What, what do you tell them? Do not hide from your fear. Follow your fear. That's so yeah. beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and so, Kath, you're open to online sessions, things like that. Are you yeah. you're accepting clients like from all over and what is the best way for people to reach out to you? Is it Instagram? Yes. Or, okay. Facebook. Instagram. Facebook. So you're still active on Facebook? Messenger. Not active okay. on Facebook, but I'm on Messenger. I'm on Facebook from time to time. Katprama at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, that's my email. What kind of uh, services are you focusing on at the moment? Who do you, who do you think your, your audience is, your target audience? I don't have a target audience. Whoever comes to me, I feel like God sent them to me because we needed to work together. So, so you mean they're very diverse? I mean, I'm very diverse, yes. Reiki session. Um, are they mostly from the Philippines? For now, friends of friends. So from Philippines, from, from India sometimes, from outside Philippines, mostly from the Philippines are my clients, are my 
you know, friends right now. And are they men or women or half half? Mostly women. There are a few men, but mostly women. Yeah. Um, okay. Men actually, men are starting. Men are starting to come, but they don't like online session. They right. want in person session because they just feel more safe. Reiki session. Sometimes I do tarot readings, aura readings. I do remote scanning of energy, aura scanning. I do healing sessions, either shamanic or faith healing. I do chit chats also to be able to <laughs> I do chit chats to be able to no because it allows you to express and when you express we can actually navigate what are your fears what what are the things that you are wanting because in storytelling when you tell a story and we when you talk about what you are passionate there's a lot of things that we can mm -hmm. we can read about the energy and we can you know abuse to you so I, I do that absolutely Absolutely. And do you, you guys have, uh, with Gaia, you guys have regular sessions? Do you have yes. weekly sessions now? Yeah. Every Friday yeah. Uh, at 7 p.m. Philippine time, we do weekly gathering. Every Friday, we're just trying to bring in different yes. techniques of meditation, different teachers to be able to, you know, to a platform to, to gather together. And then, yeah, I'm also offering in-person sessions within Cebu. Um, hopefully outside Cebu. Um, so where where would you do that? Do you have a space? No, no. Um, basically, sometimes I arrange retreat. That can be arranged. Really depends on on the call and the invitation from from people, from the spirits, and um, however we can meet and make magic together. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you for your time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, teacher. Thank you for teaching me. Um, you are my, oh, you. my Reiki teacher and you basically, you're the first person who kind of, you, oh my God, you know, it's all, I, <laughs> uh, you're the first, you're the person who kind of unfold this, unfold this part of me, like instrument to become, you know, to see, like I told you, I met you first before I kind of delve into these things. I don't think I unfolded. I definitely um, had a space available for you to do your own process. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, without that, um, I couldn't even. Uh, yeah. We don't know. We your do. so message. Yeah. Without your potluck message, I could even like triggered about like, oh who are you? <laughs> you know, all the triggers, all the triggers are very important aspects and factors you know so. oh yeah triggers are great triggers <laughs> are the best so i feel like we just have that connection so anyway thank you, thank, sure, you. Sure. thank you so much <laughs> well i just want to quickly touch on what we were talking about how reiki is evolving for me it's changed enormously from when i first met you because i'm learning about japanese reiki hmm, definitely. and what I've been teaching, what I've been taught was um, more of a Western Reiki. Mm. And I'm realizing that Japanese Reiki uh, is very shamanic, actually. Yes. And in the West, they tried to, you know, they tried to differentiate shamanic Reiki from Western Reiki, when in fact, shamanic Reiki has ties to the original or how is Reiki. So that's, that's what I'm exploring at the moment. I feel like it's a whole different body of, of work and knowledge and energies. So I totally get it when you're saying that 
um yeah it's really nice <laughs> yeah I think like Reiki is the essence of Reiki is the same but the way we are we are receiving the teaching is also you know where we are at that moment when we receive the teaching our perception our level of cognition and perception is this you know we can only understand something oh yeah that's why it's all perfectly perfect so keep evolving keep growing yeah. keep 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 just keep blossoming as you are because reiki by definition is universal life force and it's that's yeah. and like you said it's timeless i mean it, it predated um sui sensei um, and uh someone messaged me on facebook and he said like you know sensei sui is a shugendo practitioner which is shamanism yes. in japan oh my god i was <laughs> yeah it is and i was talking to my um sensei in japan about about shugen so okay again again <laughs> I, I don't want to get into this i get really excited but apparently mikao sui was a practitioner of um, mikyo and, and, and shugendo which is an esoteric form of buddhism and then what happened was the government started out, you know, outlawed those practices because they wanted Shinto to be the official religion. And so some of the some of Usui's students, one of them is still alive, Suzuki-san, and she was saying that um, I think she was the one who was saying he did, he kind of divides Reiki as a loophole to continue with Shigendo and Nikyo practices without the law shutting him down because he's like an alternate religion to Shinto. Right. So it's very, you know, it's very magical um, with those roots in in Buddhism, in esoteric Buddhism, magical Buddhism that were that was practiced by the monks in the in the in the mountain. Um, so yeah, I love you know I love how even if we don't talk as often now, like I know that our just our our downloads are are very much in parallel. Mm. I don't know if you yeah you yeah. know that of course. You know that. <laughs> I just want to say how, you know, the, we are saying about the Western approach of Reiki, that plays a very important role as well to, for yes. Reiki to make it on mainstream. So absolutely, you know, um, everything, plays, everything, everyone plays an important role in, in this, in yeah. this divinity and this divine exactly that we are in so it's just like we we keep agree, evolving yeah. we keep growing and it's a living tradition it's not um it's it's a living conscious mm -hmm. thing so you, like us that we grow it also grows from day to day mm -hmm. so yeah yeah i was uh i had a class with chris Lord this morning and he had a quote from the buddha i don't have it right here but it was something like the buddha was saying like please discard all the teachings and the you know this the, the monks and the this and that and the true teaching is what you've really mm. experienced from yourself and I'll, I'll look it up I'll, I'll ask Chris to sign to me because it kind of it's kind of like that and so yes we have teachers we have forms that kind of help awaken things right like what happened with you with level one attunement and then the rest is is um so personal and so unique and that's why, like you said, everyone plays that part in this gigantic, um, infinite orchestra um, mm. in the cosmos. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> Wait, one last thing. We have Reiki Con December 4. Um, yes. And I'm so excited about that because it's our first Reiki conference in the Messiahs. And it's going to be super, super magical and highly charged. And um, I'm, I want to share about Japanese Reiki there and, and do a little kind of a little uh, Shugendo Mikio practices um, with everyone. Yeah, I'm excited yeah, to share that. I'm so excited. Everything. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Kasprema. <laughs> thank you. And um, I'll see you soon. Yes, very soon. Take care. Bye.